nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable comments. Yeah, so speaking of black men, black kings, mm-hmm. one of our black kings in the NFL has spoken. What has he said? And who who said it? Was it what's his name? Martellus Bennett? Martellus Bennett. Super Bowl champion. He won a Super Bowl with the Pats, right? Yeah. Does he have two? Was he on the Pats? He wasn't. Yeah, he was. He won. He was. He was at the Atlanta Atlanta Falcon. Yeah, yeah, because Gronk was out that year. I feel like he was here for two, though. I could be wrong, though. But what did he talk about, though? He talked about some of the ugly truths or behind the scenes of the NFL. I like this, but uh, it, it was interesting. It's not necessarily like shocking like oh this is unheard of but it does again bring some light to to the nfl life and and what it's like um you know he talked about quite a few things he talked about some players you know uh acting very differently depending on you know when they're in front of the spotlight versus you know in the locker rooms he talked about coaches and, and how selfish coaches can be uh which is definitely something i can see given how the coaching system works in the nfl the way that some of these coaches have gotten their jobs as opposed to other coaches seem to get overlooked constantly. Um, and just discussing how, you know, a lot of these coaches, you know, are doing whatever they can to get their job. They're playing certain players. They're calling certain plays to make themselves look good so that they can keep their job. And they're not always having the team best interest at heart or the players best interest at heart. And I think that's what he seemed to try and get at is that not all of these players and not all these coaches are really good people. Um, I think he uses like like you might think or like you might believe. That makes me think of the Richie Incognito uh, situation. Who was the other player? Uh, he played for was it Gary? I want to say he plays for the Cowboys now. Something Martin, Zach Martin. I want to say. Okay, well, I want to say Martin was something different. I know. I know. Jonathan. About Jonathan. Jake. Was it Jonathan? But. I'm a- that, that just makes me think of that situation in, in amongst other things, uh, aside from the domestic violence, because mm. we know that runs rampant. And as we've seen, we talked about that last week. Domestic violence clearly has a, a mainstay in the NFL, unfortunately. Uh, but this just goes to the conversation I think me and Mook were having about how you just need to be in a certain mind state or um, you, 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 your brain or the quote right here that Martellus Bennett says, is to really play the game of football, you need to have some fucked up wiring in your head. It's chaotic. And he also says training camp is brainwashing camp. So, like, yeah, you got to get to a certain level of, I don't know, savage, I guess is the word, to to be able to, to play at that level. Yeah, and yeah. I think There's Reem a, was talking about, some like, impact pre- on that. Right. And I think Reem was talking about, like, preventative measures and stuff, like having, like, people come in and like you know really because there's there's guys who come from certain environments that you know in a lot of ways this is their way out of certain things that they came from you know what I mean but it's just it's just crazy because we see this all the time like I mean CTE being a thing we this is you know what I mean so it's crazy I mean you have to be a crazy person to to play football especially even at the collegiate level Um, but professionally you one, you have to dedicate your life to it because it's such a rigorous sport. But, you know, mentally, as Martellus is kind of trying to explain, like it, it's something where you really have to put yourself at risk every play, you know, to be able to do it. You make a lot of money for it, but it has its payoffs or its trade-offs rather. 
Um, and it, it's crazy to think that we still see all these different stories and reports about players uh, either not taking care of themselves, not being able to support themselves after their careers, you know, what retirement is like, not having enough mm-hmm. money, you know, the mental health side of it, which has just been, I feel like terrible over the past few years, as we've seen a lot of different stories of players that are dealing with mental health. So it, it, it's a crazy thing that, again, you don't really know, that I don't really know, but people don't know because they don't go through the daily day. Uh, but to have Martell us talk about it is, is interesting again. It's kind of like doing a tour, like in yeah. like in war, like you know what I'm saying. Like Martell has talked about, you know, integrating back into everyday society after you know a career in the NFL continues to be like a day to day struggle, um, and like the PTSD that he deals with. So there needs to be like preventative measures that need to be in place for guys. But you know, NFL owners, I think, just don't give a shit. You know, yeah. and. I, feel, I remember um, hearing the story about Junior Seau, you know, what after his career was like and how it eventually led to him taking his own life just because of the, the brain injuries he had that, you know, it was hard for him to function on an everyday basis. And it eventually, you know, caused him to, um, you know, drive over, uh, I believe it was a cliff, and um, take his own life just because of how rigorous, so, you know. Junior Seau? Yeah, Junior Seau. Took a shotgun to the chest. I thought he drove... No, he, oh, he drove over a cliff to sh- attempt to kill himself, but then he ended up killing himself um, in uh, in that gunshot wound. I confused the two stories. He shot but himself in the chest. With a yeah, shotgun. To preserve, to preserve his uh, brain to get tested. And then the way that they treated that. his... The way they treated his family afterwards was ridiculous, too. They weren't letting her his daughter speak at certain events. Uh, because they didn't want her to highlight the CTE and stuff like that. They wanted to keep that on the low. But same thing they try to do with um Aaron Hernandez too. Yeah. I mean his yeah. his situation's completely different, but when they did test his brain and found out how advanced uh the CTE in his brain was, you know, you saw how how maybe that affected his judgment on certain things and caused him to do certain things, but yeah. When it goes back to the, the league is very powerful and leagues are very powerful. You know, the NFL has a lot of power over its players. Obviously, we've seen that in, in the NBA uh, very recently, actually. Your homies on that drug All the family fuck up split. All the minds cut. Rocked it. All that trying to good. Love it. It's too late for you. It's too late for me.